Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Welcome back to another episode of Within the Lines, coming at you on Wednesday, February 2nd, 2022. And by the time you are hearing this, I may or may not be in an airplane flying to Disney World um, with my family. I am flying out on Wednesday. I got anxiety, Ty. I got pre-travel anxiety. I'm not nervous of the flight itself, but just I just want to get there. So uh, this podcast is a nice distraction. For, so thank you for that. You're welcome. Um, shout out to you for we're reviewing a movie of a Super Bowl winner. And you are going to Disney World. <laughs> yes, um, correct. <laughs> so that works out nice. <laughs> uh, we are reviewing Home Team, the story of Sean Payton's year off for, you know, uh, Bounty Gate when he uh, was paying his players to purposely injure people. Kind of glossed over that part in the movie. Um, it's a great heartwarming story about him coaching his sixth grade football team, his son's sixth grade football team, to uh, to the championship game tie. Um there's a lot to say about this movie. Maybe not a lot, but I, I don't know what I was expecting. This simultaneously was what I was expecting, but also not what I was expecting at the same time. And I guess a little bit of a spoiler for my overall score is I do feel like I deserve a trip to the Super Bowl for watching all this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's not good. Um, but how bad is it is what we're going to discuss. Of course. And, of course, we talked about it on the sports pod, but Sean Payton retired uh, a few days before this this movie released, so we already had the the sports breakdown. But I'll, I'm sure I'll I'll make fun of Tyler, you know, a lot because Sean Payton is the former head coach of his favorite his favorite team, the New Orleans Saints. Ty, let's get into the pot. Of the time, it works every time. Don Samos. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. I'm not fucking leaving. The show goes on. Story about New Orleans Saints head coach Sean Payton coaching his son's sixth grade football team when Payton was suspended for the entire 2012 season as a result of his role in the Saints Bounty Bounty Gate scandal. One of the worst scandals in American sports history, Ty, and your team was at the center of it. Mm-mm. Uh-uh, sir. I, I think we got a worse scandal going on in football right now. <laughs> what? What is that? So, 
You haven't seen all the shit with uh, Brian Flores? Oh, yeah. The, yeah. the possible next head coach of the Saints? Shit, maybe. Who knows, Ty? Um, yeah, so this is, you know, based on a true story, I, loosely, because I'm sure they fabricated some details to make it more movie-ish. At least some of it seemed like that. Um, you know, it's the story of Sean Payton getting suspended and having nothing to do, so he finally decides to be a dad and coach his son's football team. And they, they become good because they have an NFL head coach coaching them. Um, yeah, I, I just as a Saints fan, how painful was it? Would you have rather watched this film before he announced his retirement or after, which is what you obviously did? I neither. This is a bad film. <laughs> it's I. It, it was kind of cool to see the the footage of the the actual NFL footage of the game, and then they just CGI'd fucking what's his name's face, Kevin James' face on Sean Payton. That was interesting. Okay, so that's what I wanted to touch on first, Ty, is I texted you right away. As soon as I started watching this film, I was like, I texted you, I'm five seconds into this film and I'm already laughing hysterically. And it wasn't anything the film did. I just, I don't think I watched the trailers, if I'm being honest, um, because I, I would have seen this or that I just completely wiped from my memory. Um, they showed the Super Bowl footage and, you know, they show like Miami, I think it was in Miami, and then they show Peyton Manning and the Super Bowl logo and all that real footage, old footage. And I was like, okay, they're going to show the real Sean Payton. Like, that's what I was thinking. I was like, it's going to be a little bit of a documentary. <laughs> then we're going to hop into the fake shit, right? And it's just dead ass serious. The first shot you get is Kevin James, like, leaning over like Sean Payton, smacking the gum all serious, dude. And I laughed my fucking ass off. I la- I was like, they did not fucking do that. <laughs> They did. They did, in fact, do that. They're trying to uh, really immerse you in the fact that Kevin James is Sean Payton. And it didn't stop there. You know, they showed him running down the sideline. They showed him accepting the Super Bowl trophy at the end. Uh, the the Lombardi. Lombardi? Um, yeah. It was – it fucking made me cackle. And what also made me cackle was the fact that up until he became the coach of the uh, the football team, the sixth grade football team – Every single shot, he had some sort of Saints gear on, whether it was a T-shirt or whatever. Like, they had to hammer home the fact that, like, Sean Payton is the head coach of the Saints. Like, you think Sean Payton really dresses like that? Do you think he really wears Saints stuff, like, everywhere he goes? Like, he checks into the hotel in the exact same gear that he just got, you know, suspended in. Like, he just, like, left, drove to this hotel, and it's like, yeah, I still got my Saints visor and my fucking Saints, you know, hoodie on or whatever. Like, that part made me laugh. And then, was, go ahead. What was that and the fact that he literally wore his Saints visor? everywhere like sean payton's like a fucking cartoon character in this where it's just always the visor 24 7 yeah and then after it was the saints visor he did wear an adidas visor for a little bit i noticed that but as soon as he became the offensive coordinator of the sixth grade team he was uh wearing the the eagles or warriors whatever i don't remember the team name um warriors (laughs) yeah he was wearing that visor so um it, it it was funny it was for sure funny they did i will say they did nail the visor look like well that's what's funny too is there's that one picture of sean payton with his son and he's wearing the gray polo um kind of like quarter zip polo with the warriors visor and that's all kevin james wears in this movie like sean payton only has yeah. one outfit <laughs> that's what i'm saying they made him a cartoon character they're like hey you know that one picture of sean payton that's his wardrobe for the entire film <laughs> um now, I got to ask you, before we jump into the scale, like you said, it might be a, a quick movie, and I, I got some questions for you at the end. I got one, at least, that I can think of. Um, you know, what is the percent chance that Sean Payton watched this film 
and it like actually like led him to retirement tie because there was a lot of like you know dad wasn't there for me i don't know how true this is but dad wasn't there for me he's only here for me because he's suspended all he cares about is work you know his son was mad at him and you know kevin james saying it's time to be a dad all that stuff like did sean payton get an advanced screening of this movie you know cry while watching it and be like you know what this is my life this is literally my life like it's time for me to step away uh no because the sixth grade son is now uh he's probably our age um (laughs) So I don't think it really much matters at this point. But does he have other kids? I don't know. Sean Payton might be fucking. <laughs> I, I, it's, I don't know. I didn't like the whole, we'll just come to Dallas. Shut the fuck up. He doesn't need to go to Dallas. Yeah, so that was part of Stupid the... Stupid fucking Connor. That was part of it is um, he, yeah, they were asking him to come coach the Cowboys. So did he see that? And he's like, you know what? I am going to go to Dallas. <laughs> I was really hoping when they said, "Well, Dallas already has a coach," that they would they would throw some some straight shots at a what the fuck's clapping dude's name who was the coach Jason at the time. Garrett. Yeah, I was really hoping there'd be some shots at Jason Garrett. There weren't. Wasn't. Um, it was a little bit of a letdown. I feel like that was a missed opportunity. <laughs> um. So this happened in the 2012 season, and I'm looking right now at his personal life. It says in June 2012, Peyton and his wife Beth filed for divorce. So he was a recent divorcee when all this was happening. So, um. You know, they were pretty cordial for being a recent divorcee. Um, so. Well, I wonder if they were split up for a little while before that, though. He could be. Um, he is now married. If they already were living separate. Yeah. He he is now married to Skylin Montgomery. This is his wife's name. I don't know if they have any children. Um, hmm. She is much younger than Sean Payton. Good for him. <laughs> she is 37. He's like 59. Um, <laughs> Skylar Montgomery kids. Let's see if she has kids. Um, I'm not seeing anything, Ty. So I think, yeah, I don't think he has any kids. Um, anymore. So you don't think he watched this and was like, "Damn, I was a bad dad." No, I, I think that that's gone and passed. He wasn't a bad dad. He wouldn't coach his son's team. He's a great dad. <laughs> so did he watch this and maybe go, "Man." I miss the challenge of coaching a sixth grade uh, flag football team. I don't know if it was flag football or it wasn't in the movie, but I miss this challenge. Let me go coach a, a peewee team in my year off before I go coach the Cowboys. You know, is he going to go do this again? That, that is a very real possibility. <laughs> I think that is a hundred percent on the table there. I mean, your offense pretty much ran like a sixth grade football team last year. So hey, go, why don't you go, why don't you go fuck yourself, Jay? If you wanted to coach a sixth grader, he'd just fucking start eating book next year. So, um, yeah, I don't know. This movie was funny, though, because, like, the whole time I was watching it and I was, like, thinking that. I was, like, did Sean Payton get sad and, like, in his feels and had an emotional decision to retire just because of this film? It's just the timing of it is too perfect, man. It's too fucking perfect. The the worst part about the timing, and it's, spoiler alert, Sean Payton cameos in this. Yeah. Um, And his only line is, like, oh, we missed you. We really suck without you. <laughs> he said, we really suck without you. Knowing damn well he's retiring and we are now without him. <laughs> and he didn't say we really suck, duh, like past tense without you. He said we really suck without you. <laughs> he could have just made it about that season, but Sean Payton hurt my fucking heart by saying that. You know how much that's going to get memed um, if the Saints are like really bad this year? A lot. It's going to get memed a lot. <laughs> it's going to be like an ugly, stupid play. Like Jameis comes back. Turns back into 30-30 Jameis. 
and throws like a game losing interception and she's going to be like, we really suck without you. <laughs> um, Sean Payton does have a daughter, Megan Payton, who is 26. So she's a little bit older than Connor. Um, is his name Connor? I don't know where I got Connor from. It is Connor. Good for me. Connor. Yeah. Um, she's just completely not in this film at all. Like they just never mentioned like she didn't exist. So that's kind of, yeah, sad. we, we know where Drew Brees gets the ignoring his daughter thing from, and that's his coach. <laughs> I didn't even know Drew Brees had a daughter, Ty. Yeah. Because all you see are his three sons. He just like anything like his three sons are on the sideline and like his daughter's just nowhere to be found. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, Now, before we jump into it, how high slash low were your expectations? And where did this kind of place just according to that? My expectations were very low and this place right about Adam. Okay. Okay. So that's good. So it wasn't a letdown. (laughs) No, it wasn't. It was exactly what I was expecting to watch. And I wish they could have made a stupid fucking... Adam Sandler it's not even Adam Sandler it's Adam Sandler's friends movie about like a, a just another team why do they have to do that and make my team look stupid well next up might be uh Chris Rock starring in Tyrod Taylor's movie about when he got his lung punctured by the Chargers doctor and then we could be similar I would love that I would love that so much <laughs> plot slash story Ty kicking it off what did you give this on a scale from one to twenty on a scale from 1 to 20, I gave this an 8. I gave it an 8 as well. Can I get an explanation? Yeah, it's just it's pretty cookie cutter. It's, yeah, he's away. I'm a bad dad. I'm going to coach my son's team. Oh, of course, I take it too serious in the end. Oh, of course, redemption. It's just it, it was exactly what I was expecting. And, and you figured this without it. Like Adam Sandler's movies typically don't have incredible stories. Or I should say Happy Madison. Um, and and this, this fits the bill. 50 first dates, you know, come on. I mean, yeah. Click. Well, new. I should say newer Happy Madison movies. Okay. But it just it fits the bill. It's just they lay a groundwork to tell stupid fart jokes, and there's there's a kid's catchphrase is "ow my butthole" throughout this movie. Um, That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what I expected. I will say I'm a little bit ashamed that the first time the kicker kicked it off his ass, I laughed. I'm, I'm ashamed by it. That's probably my most guilty laugh of the whole movie. <laughs> it got a chuckle out of me. I'm not going to lie, but <laughs> you just continue saying it throughout the movie. <laughs> to the point where they don't even show the kid fi- kicking the field goal. You just hear the kid yell, ow, my butthole, and you know he missed the kick. And then he just blasts the fucking game-winning field goal, game-tying field goal off the scoreboard, and it explodes. Obviously, that didn't happen. Um, no, I, I gave it an eight as well. I mean, it's weird. It's based on a real story, and it's like it's a it's a sweet story, and I'm sure it's really sweet to Sean Payton, and I'm sure he probably does have that little trophy. I don't know. Maybe they made that part up. I don't know if it's next to the fucking Lombardi trophy on his desk, but um, I don't know if it was the whole he took it too serious. And then at the end, he's like, Oh yeah, let's play the shitty kids. And then they, they lose in the finals or if he just lost in the finals and they had to add that Hollywood part of it. You know, he stays at the best Western. That might've been true. I don't know, which if you're the best Western, how do you feel about that? Like you have Sean Payton staying at the penthouse suite in this movie. And it's like just a miserable experience. Like if I'm a rep with best Western, I'm like, what the hell guys? Like you're just kind of throwing us under the bus there. Yeah, I feel like they were like, well, the NFL signing off on it. So, like, obviously they aren't going to make fun of anything. And then they watch the movie and they're just like, what is this? Why did <laughs> like he just shits on the hotel the entire time? And I, I guarantee that 
that uh, front desk guy, he probably made like one joke that made Sean Payton laugh or something. And Sean Payton's like, no, nah, he has to be in the movie. Like he has to play a role. Like that, that guy was, I, I don't know. I just don't see him playing as pivotal, pivotal a role in the real life situation of what happened. If he even stayed at a best Western, who knows? Like he doesn't have a fucking house in Dallas. His, I mean, his wife just got divorced like three months ago. Um, that's where he's from. That was my all. thing. Like he definitely has money to get like a condo for the season or something. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like he didn't have to stay at that best western bro it was like 150 bucks a night he's staying for however like that's like three grand a month i mean it's 150 bucks that's 4500 bucks a month you're telling me sean payton would rather spend 4500 bucks a month to stay at a best western rather than getting like a condo or something yeah no fucking chance also shout out to the front desk guy who did play like a decent role like he was a recurring character in this movie um not on the cast sheet I i can't even find the actor Poor guy. Jackie Sandler was his. Was that his wife? I don't even yeah. remember. Yeah, she's in all of his movies. She's not great. She's not great. Um, Jared Sandler was also in this. Adam Sandler. Jared Sandler. Casting his kids, yeah. Who, played, who the fuck was Jared Sandler? Unknown character. Maybe he was that, uh, the, the guy who they thought threw the visor at Sean Payton and he went over, the old guy went over and like, Grabbed him by the collar and said, "You come here, little skipper." I can see Adam Sandler making his son play that role. I will say that one scene was kind of funny. I, I chuckled a little bit there. Um, oh, yeah. I found it. Oh, <laughs> Jared Sandler—that's the fucking front desk guy. Oh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Okay, great research here at Within the Lines. No, the story. Yeah, like you said, it was cookie cutter. You know, it was a little sweeter than maybe a, a regular, like, Netflix movie, Adam Sandler movie, just because it did have a little bit of truth to it. So it was a little bit like, oh, this is cool. But that's about all it had going for it. Yeah, there there wasn't much to take away. It, it's, again, just the most cookie cutter. Dad coaches team. Dad gets too serious. Son resents dad. Dad redemption in the final game. Like, that's just so obviously coming. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not raw and authentic like Coda was last week. Um, mm, very true. Visuals, cinematography, Ty. I will tell you that I originally gave this an 8 out of 20. However, upon reflecting on how much I laughed in the Kevin James scene, even though well, – Kevin James scene, he's in the whole movie. In the Kevin James Super Bowl scene, even though it didn't look that good, um, it was fucking funny, and I'm going to give an extra point for how much I laughed at that. I gave it a 9 out of 20 for visual slash, slash cinematography. All right, I gave it an 11. Um, look, they used real footage. I appreciated that. The football scenes looked okay. Like, the stadium and everything, it wasn't, like, super bad. Um, I've seen movies where football, and like, they, they just don't know how to shoot sports scenes. Um, they did okay in this film. Like, it, it's, again, 11 isn't nothing to fucking blow your mind but it was the, the action of the the football scenes looked fine um and i appreciated seeing the saints victory before i saw kevin james face <laughs> you got to relive the moment ty do you think Peyton manning got paid for that or do you think it's one of those things where it's like the nfl owns the footage so the nfl got paid for it and Peyton didn't get anything nfl the nfl definitely got paid if if, if uh peyton manning shows up like later in the film he's getting a paycheck but that's footage that NFL owns, they can do whatever the fuck they want with that. You know, I'm shocked Drew Brees didn't show up with as much as they mentioned him. Um, I know, I, I was surprised as well. 
He's also retired right now, so he had some free time on his hands. Really thought he would do a cameo where it's like, hey, the team needs a, a pump-up speech. Let me bring in my guy Drew. Or, hey, the quarterback's not understanding the plays. Let me bring in my guy Drew. Um, granted, Drew was having his own season. But um, I, did you guys play? I got to look this up now. 2012 Saints. I wonder if you played the Cowboys that year. Probably not. It would have been the well, film if you guys did. Were we in were we in town? Oh, I don't I don't think I can go back that far. Oh my god, they did play the Cowboys in Dallas. In Dallas? Yeah. But that was uh week sixteen, so I mean the the sixth grade football season was probably over by then. But yeah, they played in Dallas. I wonder if Sean Payton went to that game. Just chilling in the stands, not wearing a visor so no one knew who he was. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Can they can they keep him from not coming as a fan? I don't think so. They just said he can't have any contact, uh, coaching-related contact. So, like, I think he still could have, like, gone out to dinner with Drew Brees and shit and, like, went to the games just to watch if he paid for a ticket. Okay, okay. Your coaches that Especially year... Especially in, like, an away stadium. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Your coaches that year were Aaron Cromer and uh, Joe Vitt. They were co-coaches. Oh, okay. They knew no one could take Sean's place. Yeah, Aaron Cromer uh, went two and four, and then Joe Vitt, I guess, took over and went five and five. So Joe Vitt is the better of the co-coach. Um, they also said we sucked without you. We went seven and nine. Yeah, not you guys, you guys beat the Chargers. Yeah, it's not that bad. Could have been worse. <laughs> is that? Are you preparing yourself for next season when you guys go eight and nine? <laughs> We're gonna be fucking fine, okay? You shut the fuck up. We're gonna be fine. Um, nothing. I got nothing else for visual cinematography. There's not much to talk about in Adam Sandler movie. Uh, no key elements. Ty. So this is tough because it's not tough. It's not tough. It's a bad score. But it's like you could make the case like, hey, Adam Sandler comedies are these dumb, stupid comedies that are butt jokes and fart jokes and out my butthole. And that's just what they are. And they leaned into it. And this was an Adam Sandler movie. That being said, it still wasn't funny. Like, it, your brand can be bad comedies. I'm still not going to give you a great score for this. I chuckled a little bit. They've done, you know, Adam Sandler movies that I think are funnier, a.k.a. Hubie Halloween. Much better film than this one. Um, so I give this a 6 out of 20 for the the Kevin James laugh for the, the first time. Ow, my butthole made me chuckle a little bit. I, I had a few chuckles, but that was about it. Yeah, I, I gave it a seven. I like you said, there's a few chuckles. The kid just ordering pizza. Um, he, he honestly was the source of a lot of my chuckles. Was the center? Yeah. <laughs> um, the emotional moments, like eh, okay, like it was it was fine, but there was nothing like wasn't really pulling out heartstrings. Um, it, you know, it, it was a dumb comedy, much very similar to Hubie Halloween. Um. And it got some laughs out of me, but I will say it wasn't an enjoyable watch. I will not be rewatching this for the laughs. Well, save the enjoyability talk until we get to enjoyment high. Well, um, just, just, I said for the laughs. Okay, fair. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Visual, Maybe there was outstanding no character work, and that's what I enjoyed. <laughs> well, what'd you give characters then out of 20? I gave characters a six. Um, there was not <laughs> outstanding character work. It, it was really bad, and I fucking hate Rob Schneider so much. I don't ever want to watch another movie with him in it. Why do you um, hate Rob Schneider so much? He's just a terrible person, and that one part of my take interview with him 
made me hate him so much more because he thinks he's like a comedic genius and he's just friends with someone who's like funny and successful and has just like fucking wrote on his coattails and he's not funny. He's just stupid and he brings every movie down. I see. I never listened to the part of my take interview. So, Oh, you got to listen to it. Like for someone who's in fucking butt joke comedies, he's just dead serious throughout the entire thing and does not roll with the punches. And, like, they're just making fun of him to his face, and he just, like, doesn't realize it and just goes on about how fucking incredible he is. That's funny. Yeah, see, I don't have a, a vendetta against Rob Schneider like you, Ty. I actually, I would say one of my favorite Adam Sandler-esque movies is starring Rob Schneider in um, Benchwarmers. So... Benchwarmers Excluded. That's a good movie. The baseball overshadows the hatred for Rob Schneider. <laughs> that was pre-Rob Schneider hatred? Um, yes. 2006. Click. I don't really remember, but yeah, I mean, he, he does ride on Sandler's coattails for sure, but I, I, he was Norm and Norm of the North. Um, I don't know. I didn't think he Ooh. took away from this. I, I, I know you don't like him. I thought, you know, I, he was not good, but I wasn't like, fuck Rob Schneider's horrible in this. Um, it's funny how much you hate him. Uh, <laughs> he's just like a annoying, awful fucking person. And every time <laughs> I see him, I'm, I just think about how he's like, He's probably like sitting up at night thinking about how he's going to be the weird dad and like how he's going to deep dive into the role. Like he probably thought this was method acting. <laughs> um, I gave it an eight out of 20, um, two points higher than you. Um, you know, as ridiculous as the cartoon character aspect of Sean Payton was like, I didn't think Kevin James was horrible in this. I mean, he was Kevin James. This is what I expect out of a Kevin James film. You know, this was pretty good for him. Um, you know, Hitch is probably his best ever, and um, I don't think he's ever going to recapture that. I thought he was fine. I thought the kids, it could be hard to get good child actors, and I thought they were fine. Um, I thought Taylor Lautner was fine. Like, everyone was just, like, fine. There wasn't really any great acting. There wasn't great writing. There wasn't, like, great character growth, even though they tried it with, you know, Sean Payton. Um, everything was just, like, mediocre. So I gave it an 8. Yeah, I, I will say, like, the Connor kid did pretty good as a kid role. And, like, most of the team, um, the center was good. The the kid who whose mom tried to fuck Sean Payton, um, he, he was okay. Like, I, I didn't have an issue with any of the child acting, which sometimes can be very apparent and take you out of things. Did that actually um, happen? So, so did, credit to them. Did Sean Payton actually I, almost get fucked by a, coach, a kid's mom, or was he boosting his ego here? He may have been boosting his ego, but he's Sean Payton. He can do that. <laughs> Um. Yeah, it was just like I said, mediocre. Um, nothing to write home about. Adam Sandler's wife is also not a very good actress. Yeah, yeah, that's true. If I had to pick one apart, um, that's the one you're picking apart. Who Who else do you? Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider wasn't that that bad. Ty. He was bad. He was bad. He wasn't that bad. Um, he was Rob Schneider, my guy. He was Rob Schneider. Uh, Jackie Sandler. Which is bad. Hasn't been a, in a film since Bucky Larson, Born to be a Star, um, since 2012, 11 for good reason. But sometimes, like, if your significant other is, like, really good at something, like, you can just let him do that. Like, you don't have to also do it. You know what I mean? Now, 100%. I, I think she does a lot of, like, uncredited roles and shit where she yeah, shows probably. up for, like, two seconds. Um. That's but different will, than this, though. This is like an actual role. No, but you were saying like she hasn't acted in something. I feel like she's yeah, been yeah. a lot of shit uncredited. uncredited. Um, yeah, I, I just 
This was like, ah, I'm gonna let my son and and my wife and my buddy play in a movie. Fuck it. Which is all of his movies. Now I will say, how pissed off do you think they were? Like they had to have been at the like drawing board or like the the production meeting for this, and they're like, "Can we make this movie take place in Hawaii?" Because that's just all he does. He just finds excuses to film movies in tropical islands or on vacation somewhere beautiful, and then uses the production budget budget to take his family on a vacation. Um. Yeah, there was probably some conversations. Um. He, They're like, he, how far can we? How far can we go? Like, I know it's supposed to be Dallas, but what if it isn't? Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to look where it was filmed, and all I have is New Orleans. But it just said, it just says the film began principal photography on May 10th, 2021, and ended on June 6th, 2021, in New Orleans. What is principal photography? Which like the bulk the... of the shooting takes place. You're telling me they filmed yeah. this movie in less than a month. It shows. Yeah, that's not that's not surprising in the slightest. It took them three weeks to film this movie. <laughs> that yeah, no, hundred percent. I mean, all of it's on the football field, at the hotel, or I, I, some in the office. I yeah, no, they didn't. They just could not have taken long to shoot. Well, yeah, it says filmed in New Orleans from May to June, so. Um, New Orleans is a party city, though. They, Adam Sandler was hitting up the bayou. You know, he was going to the casinos. He was partying on um, whatever that avenue is. Um, he was having a good time. No, yeah, no, I'm, I'm sure they, they had fun in New Orleans. Um, that was like, that's the shitty destination for him. Yeah. As, as opposed to like a tropical island on a beach, on a boat. Like, he, he very much enjoys his vacations. And he said, you know what? Fine. We'll go to New Orleans this year. Hey, if I was fucking Adam Sandler, I would do the same thing, bro. At this point in my career, he's made fucking – he's probably a billionaire. I don't know if he's a billionaire, but if he invested his money smartly, he is. Um, fuck it. Just go to Hawaii, you know? Yeah, I mean, he it's just a perfect excuse to get an all-expenses-paid trip for your family and friends. Yeah. <laughs> because that's all he shoots movies with. Like, I makes no – like, no fucking brainer. Um, Adam Sandler has an estimated net worth of four hundred and twenty million in twenty twenty. Jesus, that's a lot of fucking money for Adam Sandler. Um, he's almost a half a billionaire. Yeah, that's still crazy though. Um, all right, enjoyment tie. Yes, enjoyment. Um, this is this is just continued to go down. I, I landed on a six. I also landed on a six. My bottom tier is like one through five, where that's where like I hate it, condemn it, all that stuff. Like, I didn't hate this. Um, I mean. I say I wouldn't condemn it, but we've kind of bashed on it the last, you know, 20 minutes. Um, I didn't hate it. It just was bad. Like, it's one of those bad movies that you don't hate. And that's kind of what, uh, that might be a good thing for nowadays Adam Sandler movies besides UB Halloween. Um, I don't know. I, I just didn't hate it. So it got a six. That's what, that was my logic there. Yeah. Like, like I said, there were some dumb jokes and like, uh, okay. You know what I mean? Like it is what it is, but, uh, the, the dumb jokes don't don't make up for the lack of comedy throughout the entire thing. Like it's really not that good. Yeah, <laughs> it's what we expect, though, man. It's the Sandler man. It's what he does nowadays. It's, it's the Sandman. The fact that you just called him the Sandler man was kind of gross. <laughs> um, that gives me a final score. Now, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I just before we fire off our final score, I know we jumped past it. What did you think of Taylor Lautner? He was fine. 
Like I think I said that in my little monologue. Like he was just fine. Like I didn't think he was necessarily bad. I, he's Taylor Lautner. I, I couldn't understand if he was playing a complete fucking idiot or a regular person. Because, like, they would just have him, like, casually, like, talking and being, like, a okay coach. But then he's reading the playbook upside down. <laughs> and it's like, wh- which direction are we going here with him? Um, I think he was a regular being... guy, but compared to Sean Payton, you know, they got to make Sean Payton look even more like a genius. Gotcha. Okay, I'm fine with that. Um, also, shout out to the the big three from Twilight. Because um, you look at it, Kristen Stewart is, like, a possible Oscar winner this year. Um, what film? I, I believe Princess, the Princess Diana film, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, she's doing great. You have, um, what the fuck's the other guy's name? Jesus Christ. Robert Pattinson. Yeah, Robert Pattinson's just going to be, you know, a giant billion dollar Batman movie. And Taylor Lautner gets to play the dumb assistant to Sean Payton. Um, it's it's two of them are are making careers out of that, and one of them is not. Well, yeah, I was about to make that point. Um, he's, a, a, I don't want to say rare, but he is an interesting case of. He ha- was in this massive, massive franchise a decade ago now, and he absolutely hasn't made anything of it. It's almost Daniel Radcliffe esque, where Radcliffe is in stuff, but he's not in a lot, you know. And I mean, Radcliffe was bigger than Lautner, I think, because he was the face of Harry Potter. Harry Potter, but even with Twilight, well, he, yeah, he definitely had like more of a head start. But even with him, he just makes like a bunch of like indie films, kind of. Yeah, like he just kind of does whatever the fuck he wants, and is just chilling. Um, wh- whereas Taylor Lautner, he did Shark Boy and Lava Girl and Twilight, and then it's just like, you know what? I can't get work now. He got paid, bro. He got he, he did get paid. He's like Tobey Maguire. I feel like that's a good comparison. Tony McGuire had the Spider-Man franchise, you know, pretty young in his life and then didn't really, I mean, he was in like Great Gatsby at least, but didn't really do much after that. Didn't do anything after that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you look at um, uh, Taylor Lautner's filmography, um, Twilight and then Tracers, 23% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, the Ridiculous Six, 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> That's a Sam He's so movie. bad in that movie, too. He's so fucking bad in that movie. Have you seen that movie? No, you showed me the one clip about the baseball or whatever. Yeah, I don't mind that clip, but he's so bad in that fucking movie. <laughs> and then it's um, Run the Tide, 9% on Rotten Tomatoes, 2016. And then Six Year Gap, uh, 2022, home team. So I do respect him just trying to like sneak his way into Sandler's friend group though. Yeah. Like he's just trying to fucking find a way to get in with these guys so he can go on those movie vacations. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Like that would be my goal. Like if I can't get serious work and I'm an actor, like I'm buddying up with that fucking Adam Sandler and doing everything I can to get on any of his films. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're, you're probably right. Ty. That's not, that's good. Uh, that's his agent talking right there. It's like, look, dude, you're not getting anything else. You're not getting these serious roles. You're not getting any of this. Just fucking call Sandler. His bar's low. Yeah, he'll he'll fucking get you in. You get some free. He, you're gonna stay busy. He like he's pumping out movies. Get cool. in with him. Get the vacations. Get a nice little paycheck every couple years. You'll be good. We say you'll you say he'll stay busy, but he hasn't made a movie in six years. So <laughs> I don't know how busy he is. It didn't work the first time. This is his second attempt to weasel his way into the friend group. Got it. Got it. Um, to circle back, Ty. At the end of the day, I gave this a 37 out of 100. 
Oh, one point higher, uh, lower than me. I gave it a 38. Okay. Um, not good scores. Significantly bad scores, I would say. Um, final is 37 and a half, putting it at 100 even out of the 109 movies we have reviewed. Um, nice. Well, that's not good. What is it in the ballpark of? It is right around. Let's scroll all the way down to the bottom of our list here. A Tom and Jerry. Oh, my God. Yeah. The 2020 Mulan live action, uh, Reminiscence, Cry Macho, and Holmes and Watson is. I mean, Holmes and Watson's 12 points lower, but yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely similar levels. Uh, Ty, uh, Taylor Lautner is engaged to someone named Taylor Dome. So no. they get married. It's gonna be Taylor Lautner and Taylor Lautner. Mr. and Mrs. Taylor Lautner. <laughs> Unless she keeps her last name, but that's fucking hilarious. I, I would never tie. I mean, you have a name that can sometimes be a girl name. It's not as common. Uh, or Yeah. Yeah, it's not that common, but um, I could never. I could never date someone that's the same name as me. I think it'd be kind of cool. Really? I, I, I'd be, I think it'd be interesting. Should they name their kid Taylor? Oh, <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you might as they well have go to. all in, yeah. Yeah, you have to at that point. If you take his last name, you need three Taylor Lautners in the family. <laughs> How old? Do you and think? then like that. Go ahead. Well, and then that kid will have a kid, and be like, "Oh, he's named after me and my dad and my mom." <laughs> <laughs> How old do you think Taylor Lautner is? Like thirty-two. He's only twenty-nine. He's still in his twenties. That's crazy. How old was he in the Twilight franchise? I mean, the first Twilight came out in 2008, so he was 16. Holy shit. Yeah. I mean, shout out to him. He was fucking jacked at 16. Yeah, he was. I wonder how many moms felt like pedophiles watching those movies. <laughs> I've got to imagine it's a lot, a significant amount. I don't know about moms, but I know when I was in sixth grade, uh, a, a classmate of ours was writing a fan fiction about me and my girlfriend at the time and Taylor Lautner in the love triangle we were in. So I'm familiar with Mr. Lautner, Ty. Oh, there you go. You guys have shared a bed? Yeah. <laughs> we, in, fan, we, in fan fiction? Yeah, we shared a fan fiction bed, which this person, I don't know if you know who I'm talking about. I'm not going to say names. Um, now works at Target by our, you know, in Asperia and, uh, they checked me out one day and like, I was like, oh, hey, you know blah 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 and like they said you know they acted like they didn't know who i was at all and i was like you know who i am you wrote a fan fiction about me (laughs) you're fantasizing about me and taylor watner in a threesome (laughs) like Um, you have a memory of me i i had some questions for you ty um number one i was trying to come up with a list but honestly i thought of this idea way too late so i couldn't like actually think of anything um is there any head coaches, like if they were to make a movie about another head coach, like can you think of an actor who would fit a head coach perfectly? I was trying to think of like Brandon Staley, and I was thinking like um, the guy from, fuck, I can't even think of his name right now. But I, I was trying to think of like some comparisons. Is there any head coach actor comparisons that just jump off the page to you right away? Oh, let me, let me. So the Phillies, I, I can't remember his name right now. The but the Eagles? Phillies head coach. What? The Phillies or the Eagles? The, the Philadelphia Phillies. Okay. Baseball team. That is not football, but continue. Did you say football? 
Yeah, I did, but that's fine. Joe Girardi. Before Joe Girardi, do you remember who it was? He was voted most attractive manager in baseball, if I'm not mistaken. Gabe Kapler. He's now the manager of the uh, San Francisco Giants. Oh, shit, that's right. Um, Gabe Kapler. Let me see. I'm I'm way off mark here. Never mind. <laughs> what were you going to say? I was going to say John Hamm. Okay. I don't see it, though, anymore. I thought he looked different. I would actually say Gabe Kapler is more attractive than the man who gets paid to be attractive and on TV. All right. Well, what about, uh, like, Andy Reid? Is there, like, a, a chubby actor in Hollywood with a mustache who could play a good Andy Reid? You, you know who would play a good Andy Reid? This is where I'm showing off my horrible, horrible movie. Oh, my God. I can't even think of what he's from. I have an actor visualized in my head. I mean, I would say, like, Kevin James in, like, fucking ten years. <laughs> I think Kevin James just grows a mustache. He would also play a great Andy Reid. What about, uh, do you think, like, Zach Galifianakis could play an Andy Reid? I know he's a little older, but. Mm. Oh, John Goodman. I don't know. That's his name. John Goodman. John Goodman could absolutely pull off an Andy Reid. That's who I was thinking of. Um, Or, like. Our oh, boy 100%. Dan Campbell, the cover kings, the Lions. Dan Got the Campbell, goatee. he's a gritty motherfucker. That's like a Matt Damon method acting role. Where I think Damon's actually was in a movie recently where he had a goatee. I think Stillwater, so that's why I'm thinking of him when I look at uh, you know, Matt <laughs> the, of Campbell's goatee. But that's what came to my mind right away. <laughs> okay, I don't hate it. I don't know. You would need some real, real, real someone who starred in a military movie. Yes. Um, I, I don't even think it matters, but I would just need someone who's played like a Marine. That okay. Would kill a Dan Campbell role. Okay. Uh, Bill Belichick, maybe it could be, um, the guy from modern family. And that's also in, um, the old guy from modern family. What the fuck's his name? Ed Helms, Ed Helms. Maybe Ed Helms could play some Bill Belichick. They're around. No, Ed Helms is not the right guy. That's, that is not correct. My Ed O'Neill. Ed O'Neill. <laughs> Okay, just to just clarify, Ed Helms is the guy who loses the tooth in The Hangover. Yeah. that's Oh, there's a picture of him with a mustache here, though. Maybe he's he's getting ready for his Andy Reid role. <laughs> um, Ed O'Neill as Bill Belichick. I, that's the only like, old actor I know. They kind of don't look alike. Bill Belichick's got a chubbier face. Um, I don't know. I was trying to think of this, and I couldn't think of any, so I wanted to think of you if you had any on the top of your head. My second question, Tyler, is – has the ship sailed on Adam Sandler and Will Ferrell ever doing anything together and it actually being good? Like, are we just done? Like, this Ooh. is the two, early 2000s comedy dream, and it just hasn't happened. Well, yeah, I think you did put a key word in there, and it being good. Because I think the chances of it happening are significantly higher now that they both both just make terrible comedy movies. Um, but I think the chances of it being good are slim to none. Yeah. I can 100% see them like, hey, fuck it. This is a nice little paycheck. It'll get people to watch. And then both going in on it. I just don't think it'll be successful at all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who knows, though? I mean, anything uh, Will Ferrell works on, you know, I I think it's going to be good. Um, I think we talked about this previously. What did you say? Such a bad take. Will Ferrell doesn't make good movies anymore, Jason. Um, he's executive produced some of like the best comedy movies in the recent years. Okay, Booksmart. And he not none of them that he's in. 
Okay. He's in a movie. It's not that good. But I'm just saying his 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 mind is still up there, Ty. He's got a great sure. comedic mind. He's too old now. He only could play one role, and that's an old white guy, and it just gets repetitive. It's not good. He's 54. It really isn't. You don't Counterpoint, know. though, Eurovision was all right. I had a good time with the Eurovision. Yeah. Counterpoint to your own fucking point, motherfucker. Um, Adam Sandler, also known for singing. I need them to do, like, a musical together. Look, even if it's bad, like, it would still be good, man, just to see it. It's like the 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 crossover of the century, man. Get Will Ferrell, Zach Galifianakis, um, what David Kochner, Kochner, he's in a few uh, Will Ferrell movies. Um, anyone who's been in multiple Will Ferrell movies, get them with the Sandler gang and just let them fuck around, man. I don't care. I wouldn't mind it being like a, well, this is just basically like uh grownups where it's like the other group of friends and then playing a basketball game towards like the two friend groups colliding. Yeah. Having a movie that's kind of meta and it's like Sandler's friends and Farrell's friends. Yeah. I'm fine with that. I don't Obviously know. John C. Riley pencil him in. And like, they didn't even get Sandler into the fucking the fight scene on Anchorman Two. Everyone's in that scene except Sandler. Like they must have beef or something, man. There's no way that they're like cordial and have just never crossed paths. They've worked on Saturday Night Live together, right? Yeah, that's what Were I'm saying. Ever... That's what I'm saying is they had to have had some beef from SNL or something. That's crazy. That's crazy. Two guys who like obviously are very aware of each other, both very successful in the same lane, and just never, just never doing anything together. Yeah, we've talked about this before, but there was a film called Three Mississippi that was supposed to come out. This article is from 2012, and it's got an autoplay video, so I'm just going to kick out. Um, it was supposed to have both of them in. Mark Wahlberg was supposed to be in it. He pulled out, and then Sandler was supposed to come in. I don't know what happened to the film. It obviously never came out, but... Um, that might have been our only chance, Ty. It's tragic. That's looks like, like there's one in 98, 99, and 2000. And it's all just SNL stuff that they just so happen to act together in. <laughs> it's a shame. That's the only two questions I got for you, Ty. Yeah, I, I, this there's not a lot to talk about in this movie. It's a bad movie. Um, <laughs> and, and it sucks that the Saints were involved in this. I think this movie... Is worse than Bounty Gate. Oh, <laughs> that's bold. I'll say it. That is bold. Uh, real quick, shifting gears completely. Not even like I'm not even going to think of a segue to think of this. Um, have you heard the rumors that there's going to be like a bunch of different multiverse versions of Marvel characters in the new Doctor Strange film? Have you heard that rumor? I have. I have heard this rumor. And that Tom Cruise might be in it as a different version of Tony Stark. Yes. Do you think that happens? I mean, fucking why not? If they're going to go balls to the wall, just do it. Just like failed castings. Okay. Like, I, I just, like, why not? There's got to be some other famous actors who are almost in the MCU that can get in. Just for little cameos. It doesn't even have to be that. It could just be bigger actors who maybe don't want to be in the MCU at all. You know, that are like, oh, maybe I'll sign up for this little cameo. Jim Carrey. Something like that. <laughs> Who would Jim Carrey play? Jim Carrey would be the alternate reality Hawkeye. And he'd be a <laughs> lunatic. He'd be a fucking loony. <laughs> okay. Fuck yeah. <laughs> um, no, yeah, that was I, interesting. I mean, yeah, I, I hope they get weird like that. 
I, I really hope they don't bring back Robert Downey Jr. at all in any capacity. What about like a flashback? Nope. I don't want him on that screen for one second. Flashback, but it's old footage we've already seen. Nope. N- not one second of any footage. Well, I'm pretty sure he's in the intro, like Marvel credit, so. Does not count. And I'm pretty sure like in the Spider-Man movies, his face came up like when he was painted on the wall. Paintings, not him. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Just his likeness does not count as an appearance. <laughs> okay. Um, speaking of, uh, you, you talked about getting weird. Next week, we are going to get weird on the podcast. We're going to review a movie that's unlike any movie we've ever reviewed before, and we've reviewed over a hundred movies. And that is the film Jackass Forever. Ty, the Jackass film franchise outlived Tom Brady. I stole that from a tweet. Um. Their, their last movie, they say forever, yeah. but I'm pretty sure they've said this is their last movie, which is just kind of a contradicting title. Um, it's going to be a fun watch. It's not going to have a story. I don't know what the hell we're going to do for visual cinematography and characters. Um, it's going to be the weirdest movie we've ever reviewed, and I'm excited, Ty. I'm fucking excited. Well, I'm more concern- concerned with story. <laughs> like This may be a movie where it's like bottom 10 on our on our scale, and we both love it. Hey, that's what the scale's for, though, my man. It's it's the great equalizer. Um, I don't know when I'm going to watch this film because I'm going to be in Orlando for a week and we're supposed to record next Wednesday. I don't know if I'm going to watch it when I get back. I'm going to watch it out there. I'll make it happen. Um, I can fit I can fit some jackass in my schedule, no matter when that is. You'll find a way. Even if, it, you know, maybe we got to record a little late. Maybe we have to drop the episode a day late. Yeah, we'll see. Runtime's only hour 44, so it's not too long. Um, I've already seen some clips from it and it looks hilarious, but I'm trying to like, not, you know, watch too much of it. Cause obviously you don't want to get it ruined, but I know Francis Ngannou punches someone in the nuts as hard as he can. Um, have you oh, seen, fuck yeah. Have you seen the clips with the, uh, coffee truck with Eric Andre? I, I haven't really seen anything from this movie. Oh, they, they set up like a coffee truck. It's like a fake coffee truck. And then when he orders coffee, cause Eric Andre was there. Um, it has like an inflatable thing, almost like an airbag that like pops out and smacks him in the face, um, and like knocks him on Classic. his ass. And then, uh, Classic. and, but the, the, the big kicker of the commercial is, um, someone else goes up to it and Johnny Knox is like, all right, let's get him a real coffee. It's not Andre. And then someone else goes up to, to grab a real coffee. And then they have a lower one that hits him in the dick and he falls over. It's fucking so funny. Oh my God. <laughs> That's, I love Jackass, man. Jackass is so good. It's going to be lots of laughs. I can't imagine it scores very low in key elements. Um, they're going to nail that because they always do. Um, also, shout out to our guy Johnny Knoxville for being in the Royal Rumble. <laughs> yeah, he was Johnny Knoxville in the Rumble. <laughs> he was just fully dressed up in like fucking body latex spandex suit. <laughs> um, and he did like a promo afterwards, and it was so awkward. Really, I didn't see that. Yeah, he just like he was shit talking, and the lady just like stood there staring at him, and he just kind of like looked around like. Yeah, you <laughs> just didn't know what to do. <laughs> um, Random Rotten Tomatoes movie score before we Tyler sends you guys off on your day. Kevin James, I didn't go. Sometimes I go far from the bush, the bush, far from the hurt, fern, far from apple don't fall from the tree. I don't know what the hell I'm trying to say here. My brain is I'm not sure I'm in vacation mode already. Um, I just went direct comparison. I stayed in the Kevin James lane and I went with another Kevin James sports movie tie. That is the film. Here comes the boom. Where Kevin James, who also plays Sean Payton, becomes an MMA fighter, a professional MMA fighter. I don't think he goes to the UFC, but he's still a pro MMA fighter. 
Keep in mind, this film came out 10 years ago. Wow. Wow. Okay, so he was like 42-ish at the time, however old he was. I can't believe that movie's this old. Um, I could have went Paul Blart on you, which made $146 million in the box office. Oh, my God. Ridiculous amount of money. Um, I could have went with I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry, which has a really bad score, but I actually remember thinking that movie was half decent. Could have went with Hitch. Didn't oh, no. do all that. I didn't that movie. Hitch is a good movie. I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry, okay movie. I don't hate it. Um, here comes the boom. I think I've actually seen scenes of it. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine I've ever sat down and actually watched the entire film. So um, before you guess, Ty, I was thinking right now in my head, I was like, oh, this is the movie where he like is a zookeeper. Then he comes an MMA fighter. No, there's he has another film called Zookeeper. Yeah, I was mixing up yeah, the no. two Kevin James movies. He's <laughs> just there's like talking animals in that. That'd be a, that'd be a twist. Like he's just a casual zookeeper talking to animals. And he's like, you know what? Never mind. Now I'm a UFC fighter. <laughs> has nothing to do with me being able to communicate with animals. <laughs> I, Jesus. Um, here comes the boom. Look, I think it's low because all of these movies are low. <laughs> but I also feel like it could be like one of those, like, you know, maybe a little bit of love for like the, it was a family kind of film. I don't think it was a full on like Happy Madison and all of his friends. Um, we're going to go 34% David Ortiz Hall of Famer. 41% tie. Oh, I had the right train of thought there. You did. You did. It got a 41%. Yeah, it's it's not the – I mean, Sandler is an executive producer, so I still think it is the Billy Madison crew, but um, Salma Hayek. Um, Joe Rogan, he's controversial now. Yeah, he is. He's got millions he, of more people. podcast listeners than us, though, so. <laughs> uh, shout out to him. Maybe we need to be more con- controversial. I, I think COVID's fake. <laughs> That's all I got for you, Ty. <laughs> Next week, Jackass. Um, it should be fun, fun, fun watch. I don't know how we're going to break down that film, but it'll be a fun watch. Um, and then oh, we're at the beginning of February. Never mind. M- March movie madness in March. Yes, yes. That's that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Joe um, Rogan is also in Zookeeper. He plays Gale. <laughs> he signed a two <laughs> a two film deal. Fuck yeah, okay. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I kind of like this Kevin James. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, Let me work with him again. What happened was they filmed <laughs> Zookeeper. Rogan got the role and they started talking MMA. And then Kevin James, that's when the light bulb went off. He's like, oh, we could do a movie about this. <laughs> Rogan was probably just on set of Zookeeper showing Kevin James how to kick. Just for no reason. <laughs> Just, like, yeah, just let you let you do this for a film. That's funny. That's good shit. <laughs> but now that's all I got for you. Okay, thank you. <laughs> In the meantime, be a good friend, everybody.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.